Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number 164 of the JB Sism Show, my friends. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you shouldn't live by others' expectations of you. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. Well, taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best here at jbsism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to episode number 164 of the show. This one's going to be fun. Because we're talking about goals, and we're talking about dreams. It's going to be fun. Well, again, it is always good to be back behind the microphone. And here we are, a week out from Christmas. I can't believe we're already at Christmas. Wow, cue the Jingle Bell music. So what are you doing for Christmas, send me an email. I would love to know what you're doing for Christmas. Uh, jbcism.com and uh, just click the contact page. I would love to know what you're doing for Christmas this year and well we had a speaking of Christmas, we just had for the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild we just had a Christmas party last night. It was actually a lot of fun. Had a, a small handful of people, did a, an author night, and one of the things that we did is I brought all the authors up who had display tables, and I interviewed them, and some of the questions, some of the questions I asked them were this. I said, how did you become interested in writing? How did you get started? Simple question. And I had some great responses. Most of them just always enjoyed reading and enjoyed writing or journaling from a young age, which, you know, I kind of expected. But then I asked this question, what one area have you struggled with the most in your writing and how have you overcome it? And that question alone really opened up a whole topic of the things that each of them had to overcome to see their books published. And every single one of them that were up on the stage last night were self-published authors, just like myself. So it, it made the conversation really interesting. It didn't necessarily turn into a, a bashing of traditional published works. But what it did was is, is it opened up a conversation of this whole idea of platform, this whole idea of expectations of publishers, expectations of um, uh, agencies, and they're saying, you got to have X amount of people on your platform. Yeah, it might be a good idea, or or even as far as uh, one of the authors that was up there, a good friend of mine, and she she made this comment that the book that she was working on, the publisher or the um, agent, I can't remember what it was, 
somebody who worked for a publishing house made the comment that, well, these books are a dime a dozen. And it was, she had just uh, come through uh, cancer and uh, the Lord had miraculously healed her, but she felt the Lord was calling her to write this book that she needed when she was going through this. And they said, well, these books are a dime a dozen. And she goes, well, I would have known because I looked for them. And he said, well, nobody's going to buy these kind of books. And, and, and it was kind of this naysayer moment, this expectation of, yeah, this is, you should just write something else. And that was a struggle that she had. And, and, the, and that really kind of spurned on this whole conversation of, do we as authors focus on the message instead of focusing on the people around us? Focus on what God has called us to write versus what is it that everybody else is telling us to do? Because I honestly believe it's more important to obey the voice of the Lord, obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so, I, I, I came to this, this notion of, you know, the, the feedback or the expectations of the people around us. And it doesn't matter if you're, if you're a writer, it doesn't matter if you're a leader, you're working in a church, working in a business, we all have people in our lives who, who try to place their unwanted expectations of who they think you should be on you. And, and it's hard enough to, to try to determine who we think we are. <laughs> I mean, it's, our minds can be so full of all kinds of things and ideas. So it's hard to try to determine who we think we are, clutter out all the noise, or get rid of the clutter in the noise, let alone seeing someone else tell us who they think we are, who they think we should be. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today, is, is that we shouldn't have to live or don't live by the expectations of others. So in today's episode, we're going to unpack what it truly means to discover who you are and how to ward off those unwanted expectations so that you can live the life that you want, live the life that God has called you to do. So, all of that to say, I told this story last night. The first time I let someone see something I wrote. Now, to back the train up, if, if, if you don't know my story all that well, there's there's... Several episodes you can go back, and I don't have a particular one you can go back to, but I tell parts of my story periodically. But I've always loved writing. I've always loved telling stories. And in fact, I, my mom, about a year ago now, gave me uh, a journal or a notebook that I had when I was a kid, and I wrote several Indiana Jones stories. <laughs> yeah, I love to write. I love to read. I love to... Be part of the adventure. And 
when I got to college in 2006, I, I really felt that I wanted to write. I wanted to write a novel. I wanted to do something I've never done before. And my my college professor, my composition teacher, even though my writing at the time wasn't very good, he said, you have something here. You have a gift. Why don't you pursue it? And so that's what I did. And in about 2006, I joined a Yahoo Writers group. I don't know if you remember the Yahoo Writers groups. They were kind of big in the day. They were similar to the, the Facebook groups. You can... Uh, you know, the, there were posts and you can comment on them. It was kind of early stages of uh, social media. It's like a, more of a forum, I guess. So I had joined this Yahoo Writers group. Now, this particular group, which is going to remain unnamed, but it was filled with several industry professionals, uh, from editors to publishers to accomplished writers. And... And there was a post saying, hey, why don't you submit something that you're writing and we'll critique it. So I did that. In fear and trepidation, I, I, I worked tirelessly on. I was just nervous. So I, I submitted the piece. And to my horror, they shot me down. One particular individual in the group who will remain nameless. He told me that I would never amount to any form of writing. And in fact, that I should just give up on my dream of writing altogether. I was devastated. Now, there were a couple others in there who gave me some good feedback and some good criticism, but that, that kind of stuck with me. And, and it would take another three years. I didn't necessarily give up on my dream, but it took three years before I would allow somebody to read my work again. Or maybe two years. I think it was two years, actually. It was another two years before I would allow someone to read my work again. Almost two and a half years. I mean, it was it was quite a while. And now that book, well, that writing that somebody finally read again was my family. I I had written a book called The Snow Globe in 2008. And that Christmas I published, or not published, I... I printed a copy of that book. I printed it for my family. I worked hard on it. And I knew my family wouldn't reject me. But then I gave it to some other close friends of mine, some of my other co-workers at the church, and they loved it. And it was during that time that I was encouraged by a good friend of mine to go to the Minnesota Christian Writers Guild. And I finally joined them in 2009, uh, that fall. And then in 2010, I hired a lady in our, from our guild. She was actually the acting president at the time. And she, she helped me 
edit my piece, edit my novella, which ended up turning into my first book called Divine Providence. And you can actually find that on my website, jbcism.com forward slash books. Look for Divine Providence. So I had these unwanted expectations of others. I had an editor or an agent from one of the big five publishing houses say you should just give up and be done, which, you know, which really baffles my mind because aren't they supposed to help us? <laughs> I mean, I, just, I don't know. I'm just being honest and vulnerable here. Telling my story. So how do we ward off these unwanted expectations of others? How do we live the life that God has called us to live? How do we do that? Because when people give their opinions of us, or people talk down to us, what they don't realize is they are doing more damage than good, and and they're keeping us from really pulling ourselves up and, and living our life courageously. So how do we ward off these unwanted expectations of others and live the life God has called us to live? Number one is this. You have to remember it's not about you. It really isn't. And and, and I know it's it's really easy for us to think when people shoot us down and shoot our ideas down and or tell us how to live our life. Or, you know, they, they think they're being helpful when they say, well, it, it's okay if you fail. God will have something better in store for you. God's got something better in store. You see, those kind of comments can hurt us. They can wound us. They, they keep us from living up to the potential that God has placed on the inside. So we have to remember that it's simply this. It's, it, it really is somebody else's expectation. We don't have to take it on ourselves because it's about them. It's not about you. You have to determine who you are and who God has called you to be and go be that. Go be that with all your might. Achieve. Achieve your dream. Achieve what you want to see happen in your life. But remember, it's 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 their thoughts about you. It doesn't mean that it's reality. They may be living in some other never-never land, but it's, it's not about you. It's about them. You know who you are. You don't have to think about what they think about you. You just have to be who you are, regardless of what they think. Number two is this. It's all about maintaining focus. Focus is the bread and butter of success. What do I mean by that? The more we focus, the more we tend to our dreams. The more we're going to see them become a reality. So, you know, that person who who shot down my first attempt at a novel... Here's the, here's the deal. They never saw my dream of becoming a published author. 
They never saw the comments, even though I was rejected by a, a couple other agencies and publishers. They praised my work, even though they couldn't take it on at that time. That individual who shot down my work never saw my children's book that I published in 2019. Several years later, what is that, 13 years later, King Lyle and the Purple Dragon, they never saw that book become a top 100 Amazon children's book. So here's the thing, you have to remain focused on what truly is important to you. Remain focused on your dreams. Remain focused on your goals. See, remember to keep your focus on the things above, not on the things below, or the things that people say about you remain focused on what God has called you to do, or what God has called you to write, or what God has called you to be as a leader. So it's about maintaining focus. Keep that focus strong. Number three is this. You have to live in the moment. Live in the moment. Don't live for tomorrow. Don't live for yesterday. And sometimes the best medicine to these naysayers is to live in the moment. Tomorrow's going to come. Don't worry about it. Today, you got to think about. Today, you should recall who you are. Today, recall who you are. If they're saying you're never going to amount to anything, or if they say to you, well, we just expected this of you. I know you're a really good person, but this is what I expected of you. Don't take it personally. So if they say you'll never amount to anything, tell yourself this, I am successful. I have more than enough to see my dream become a reality. In other words, turn your limiting beliefs into liberating truths or turn the limiting beliefs of others into your liberating truths. Turn the limiting beliefs of others into your liberating truths. So in other words, put aside their ideas. So if somebody says to you, well, I had higher expectations of you. You can come back. No, you don't have to say it to them. You can come back to yourself and say, I am a success. I did what I did with the best of my ability. So turn their limiting beliefs into your liberating truths. Flip the script. Rewrite the story. Reframe it if you have to. And it's best to reframe it. And number four is this. Write down your goals. We're heading into the new year. And so it's important to remember to write down our goals. You see, one of the best things we can do is to uh, 
is to accomplish what we set out to do. But in order to do that, we have to write down our goal. I think I said that backwards. One of the best things you can do to accomplish what you're setting out to do is to write down that goal. There we go. I said it right. (laughs) So here's what I did. When I was working on my first book, I created a book cover for my first novella. Uh, remember, it was called The Snow Globe, and so that's the cover I created. wasn't a very good cover. I knew better as a graphic designer. But I wanted to see something tangible. I wanted a tangible goal that I could look at and see and feel. And once I did that, then I took it a step further, and I took my manuscript, and I bound a copy of it, and I printed it with that cover. And boy, to see that book come to my mailbox, it was the most exciting thing I've ever had happen in my life. To see the the package of books, oh my goodness. So we have to remember to see that we need to see a tangible goal. So write down your goals, make it visible. Remember, you have to visualize your goals to see them come to fruition. You see, others might look at you funny or They may have other expectations of who you are, what your goal should be. But remember this, God has called you. So visualize your goals, visualize your dreams, write it down, make it a reality, speak it into your heart. See, remember that your dreams are what you make them, not what other people say about you. The more you move forward, the more you think, positively you can put the work in and you can begin to silence all of those crazy naysayers and those whose expectations who don't match yours you won't hear from them again or they'll be silenced anyway so I I, I hope that was encouraging to you it's just something I was thinking about since last night after this uh, panel discussion with these other authors. When I asked the question, what one area have you struggled with the most in your writing? How have you, how have you overcome it? And, and when she started talking about how these expectations of these authors and writers told her that she couldn't write her, her book on helping people with cancer, it got me thinking about the expectations of others on us and and how we shouldn't live by them. We need to visualize our goals. We need to move forward and not remember, you know, remember it's not about us. I mean, it's not about us. It's, it's about the other people. It's about maintaining focus and, and being clear on what it is that we want by living in the moment and writing down our goals. That's what it's all about. So if this has been encouraging to you, and you've been struggling with your writing, or you've been struggling in your your leadership, or in you know in in what it is that you're doing. And you want to have a conversation with me? I would love to have a conversation with you. Go to my website jbcism.com forward slash work with me, or just go to might be easier just jbcism.com jbsisam.com, and then click the work with me tab. I would love to have a conversation with you. I would love to um, see how I can help you 
live in the moment, how you can write down your goals, how you can help, you know, finding a place where you can maintain focus on what really matters most to you. I would love to have that conversation. So go to my website, jbcism.com or jasonsism.com, whichever is easier to remember. Click work with me. And I would love to have that conversation. Uh, Send me an email and uh, let's get this conversation started. And it is Christmas time. So if you want some books, go to my website, click on the books tab and you can um, find some books right there, which will be great Christmas gifts Um, for your kids. I would encourage you to get the uh, King Lyle and the Purple Dragon. Fantastic book. And if you Uh, Go to the end of the book. There are free coloring pages as well as an audio version of the book for you. Absolutely free. I have my Christmas book, Divine Providence, the first book I wrote that I was talking about here. You can get it right there as well. Um, And I have some other books as well uh, for you to check out. But, um, But again, I would love to have a conversation with you. Help you take your message to the next level. Do some one-on-one coaching. If you are in the middle of publishing your book and you need some cover design work, you need some uh, manuscript critique, or you want some interior design, I can help you publish your book. Just click work with me and fill out the application uh, on the one-on-one coaching. And uh, I can definitely help you get your book published. So all of that to say is this. I want you to go to my website, jbcism.com forward slash 164 and check out the show notes right there and the links to everything I've talked about in this episode. And until next week, my friends, find your voice, write your story, and succeed in your family, your ministry, and life. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbcism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbcism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.